0: Woo!
1: And welcome to the Caledonian Kings of Wrestling podcast, episode ten already, Stuart. Big milestone, mate. How are you okay, doing? I'm still enjoying it as well. So
0: yeah,
1: I've not caved in the wrestling yet. Um,
0: I thought I, I thought those two WCW episodes might have killed it for you, but you've done well. You come at the other end of it. Sure,
1: so, no, we're going to bounce back here. Yes, we've got some good wrestling. we
0: have kicked, kicked out it more, mate. Yeah. We're back. we've, <laughs>
1: we've got, got the hot. It's your Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to be doing WrestleMania 24 today, um, first things first Stuart, I don't remember this WrestleMania at the time as one that I watched live, so watching it back, I'd forgotten an, an awful lot about what happened, was it the same for you?
0: I rem- I watched this live, um, I, I remember fondly the, the Big Show Floyd match and think to myself, fucking hell this is... This is excellent. What a, yeah. what a spectacle. Um I love the big stadium. I love the outdoor setting. Just looks like a proper sporting event.
1: Yeah. It's um so March thirtieth, two thousand and eight, um the Florida Citrus Bowl, this is only the second um time there will be done an outdoor um show. Yeah. Until this point, I was in WrestleMania nine, um in the parking lot at Caesars Palace. <laughs> um there's some big numbers here already for this. Um A sellout of seventy four thousand six hundred and thirty five in attendance, sixty three thousand one hundred paid, one million forty one thousand pay per view buys worldwide, a live gate of five point eight four million dollars, a pay per view revenue of around twenty three point eight million dollars, an average ticket price of of around ninety two dollars fifty five cents. Obviously, your your expensive seats up the front Mm -hmm. are going to be driving that ticket price up. Um, this show broke the record from WrestleMania 23 the year previous, becoming the WWE's highest grossing pay-per-view to date. Um, it also brought an estimated $51.5 million to the local economy in Florida, um, and about 60,000 fans travelled to Florida for that weekend. Um, this is why WrestleMania nowadays is so sought after by cities, because it brings a lot of revenue oh, of and course, a lot of people of to course, the country. Yeah. It, it, sorry to where it is anyway. Um, so, uh, you know, just looking at those stats when I was looking at it, up, I thought, that's remarkable, mm. you know. It's a real event, you know. You look at all the other pay-per-views and you only find, you know, certain pay-per-view buys, etc. This is why WrestleMania is an extravaganza, you know. The
0: granddaddy of them all.
1: Yes, um... Do you need to see, grand, you need to see a grand person nowadays? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I don't think Vince likes that using grand because it makes it seem old. Like a-
1: <laughs> So there was a pre-show. Um, it was also on pay-per-view from what I could find out. Uh, there was a battle royal. But the winner would receive a title shot against Chavo Guerrero later in the evening for the ECW title, which Kane won by eliminating Mark Henry exciting stuff oh sorry i missed that <laughs> um so I open the show we get um us military jets flying over the stadium um and as we see them pass the sort of camera pans down to the crowd very nice shot um and, and in its full glory 70 odd thousand um the place is packed isn't it yeah
0: yeah good atmosphere i'm always worried about these kind of a stadium shows because you always think that the noise is going to just go upwards and be lost but
1: nah absolutely not fine. here not not here at all definitely um lillian garcia welcomes us to the show um before she introduces multi-platinum singer songwriter john legend to sing america the beautiful with a drizzle of american monuments Amer- army veterans and crowd shots because although this is a multinational event um, america. I, f- I, f- I always find that really bizarre that they do that i hate it Fuck it's off. it's just like especially now because they're an international company get over um, yourselves yeah it's a bit bizarre um uh, but it could, it could be worse, they could be singing WrestleMania theme song, WrestleMania, huh? <laughs> which is also Linda McMahon's.
0: Linda McMahon, yes, yeah, yep. Marky I, I only
1: found that out this week, that's why it's in my head because I had to look up. I go, Is that? And I was like, I watched her coming out to and I'm like, Fuck me, it is. Um, glorious. So, where are we? Where are we? So, the way the stadium's set out, um. Which I, I found this so interesting. I thought I would better include it because it's, I, if I find it interesting, somebody else might as well. The locker rooms are at the south of the stadium, but the ramp was at the north of the stadium. Okay. So they had to build like a whole city at the back out of like trailers and tents and all that. Okay. So they could, you know, have like changing yeah, facilities, like, toilets, so they could do catering, mm-hmm. makeup, all of that. So they had to build all that. So they actually cornered off about forty thousand square feet um, at that side where the stages. And, you know, they had, had air-conditioned fitted their VIP areas and all okay, sorts. Okay. Um, they also had around 10 times the amount of pyro technicians that they normally use on raw. Um, also, all, all, all the fireworks and stuff like that they were using. Mm-hmm. Um, some of which they fired from boats on the nearby lake. That's the one you see over Rick's yeah, yeah. They spent around $300,000 on fireworks for the okay, show. Hell. Um the roads around the stadium had to be like closed at points so they could get all their, their their equipment in, and then obviously the bit where they had to cordon off entirely for the for the show um, at the back. Uh, the bit over the ring was custom built in Belgium, I believe, um, and then they had to ship it all the way over there just so they could cover the ring in case it rained. Because I think it was a wee bit overcast at the start of the show. It was um, very
0: grey. Yeah,
1: yeah. So they built that because they were they were basically determined that it would go ahead regardless of the weather. Um, Fuck everyone so, else in the
0: stadium though. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've got a jacket. Nah, so, e- evidently, a lot of pre-planning mm-hmm. to make such a large event a success. Um, well, if they're bringing, I just find that stuff really enjoyable. If they're bringing that too. amount of
0: revenue into the town, then they better be prepared, you know what I mean? So, fair enough. Yeah,
1: yeah. you just need to think about how many people everything's going through, yeah. you know, and how many people are in charge of certain things and to make it all go a success. It really puts that into perspective a wee bit. Yeah. So, we get the famous WrestleMania promo package, which we get every year at WrestleMania. Obviously, it's different every year, but that sort of just... Building up the, the mecca that is WrestleMania. Anything can happen in a year. You know, all the big stars are there: Batista, Undertaker, Edge, Triple H, John Cena, Randy Orton, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. All on this card. It's a fucking mania, all yeah. right. Half
0: <laughs> oh, man, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Uh, and we get our first pyro blast. Jim Ross. Bill was a welcome, wishing that we were all there. um so JR's Alongside Jerry King Lawler for Raw. Um, later on, we get SmackDown commentators of Michael Cole and Jonathan Coachman. And for ECW, yes, rebranded ECW, is present um, <laughs> Joey Styles and my boy Taz. Mm. <laughs> well, always be delighted to see Taz on a show. Um, I'm thrilled. And we have Lillian Garcia introducing the first match, yeah. which is a Belfast, a, a Belfast, a <laughs> Belfast brawl between John Bradshaw Layfield. And Finlay with his son Hornswoggle. <laughs> what? I think um, to will be alive. <laughs> yes, <laughs> thrilling. Um, so, but it's an ODQ match. It's basically a false continuity anywhere match. that has been. Yeah, it's up. a street fight. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a street fight. Um, somebody either the commentators or the announcer says that and pinfalls and submissions can happen anywhere but they don't really adhere to it in the mm-hmm. match so I think it was just a street fight and somebody got the wires crossed um, so this storyline here and we're going to talk a wee bit a lot here at the start of this show because there's some stuff that's worthy of talking about um, out with the matches themselves so this was off the back of McMahon's, Vince McMahon's illegitimate son angle um, so in 2007 WWE had attempted to kill Mr McMahon off by blowing up his limousine I recently listened to Pritchard's podcast where he talks about this and he, apparently Vince's thing was was well, I can't be here if I'm dead. He can't argue logic. Um, uh, He was trying to write himself off the TV, so he thought, if I'm dead, then I won't be there. And it's like, fuck me, man. How does <laughs> his brain work? Um, so they blew up the limo, and they plan to have a sort of three-hour memorial show the following week, but the real-life tragedy involving Chris Benoit, um, where Vice have actually released his the documentary thing recently. Um mm. I have not watched it yet, but I have heard it's quite harrowing and emotional, as expected. Mm. Um but apparently it's been really well done by them. So I probably I will check yeah, it out. Um so they obviously they had to cut off their storyline and they sort of had the rumours beforehand was it was gonna be a hood on it storyline, it would sort of circle to the next year. Um it was gonna be London McMahon and then um <laughs> And then it would be, like, Vince would then hand the company to his illegitimate son, who would be Mr. Kennedy at the time. Mm-hmm. So, because of him and Linda had shares in the company, if he got with of Linda, then he would control the whole company. And then he could hand it down to the son that she doesn't know he had to. Something like that. Was, this is all rumour in and yeah. though, of course. Um, so, obviously, Mr. Kennedy, obviously, Vincent Kennedy, man. Kennedy, mm-hmm. get it. Uh, so, he would then run the ship, um, it was making things easy for himself, until Triple H would few with him, and it would be sort of, like, the one I would... Gain control of the company, and that would be how Triple H would take over. Was that was the plan that was going to be put through? We believe um, Vince would then return and say he planted the evidence, faked his own death, so his real son would take charge. Um, so it was a bit, it was a bit, it was a of a strange story, really, a bit far-fetched. Very soap um, opera, that isn't. Aye, aye. What would you make of it if that whole worked out just as well? Uh, do you think would got <laughs> Kennedy over as a top heel, etc. Nah, just a sorry. Right
0: I think Triple H, they just got his shovel and done his thing as he does
1: yeah yeah definitely um so instead <laughs> this is the angle we actually got um finley yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up with like an illegitimate son angle but it was like Vince had an illegitimate son we weren't sure who it was going to be we had all these segments it was actually quite an intriguing storyline until the end mm-hmm. um, yeah apparently it was going to be kennedy but he actually had a wellness policy yeah. test failure at one point yeah. which sort of probably dampened that, that idea and they eventually went to Hornswoggle which turned into a bit of a comedy sort of thing. Um it turned out that Hornswoggle was actually Finlay's son. Um GPL exposed that, etc. Um, before beating up Hornswoggle in a cage with Finley handcuffed to the ropes, which was nice, but at the same time it's just fucking ridiculous, isn't mm-hmm. it? Um so I mean I'm not quite sure we'll talk about anything to do with a storyline again because this is kind of the payoff well this um, is it's certainly payoff. Yeah, I mean it looked to start off with good intentions, you know, I I you know, they wanted Kennedy to get over as a, as a top heel. Um but obviously it just never never got going. Uh, obviously the suspension and stuff. Right? Is he just ridden with bad luck? Uh, yeah, Kennedy? I think
0: he's a, he's solid in the ring. He's absolutely solid in the ring. Good gimmick, good look. He just he's always in the wrong place at the wrong time.
1: Yeah, it seems that way. Um
0: He's a sol- so JBL, he's a, Sorry, just, just he's a kind of a. I've always seen him. He's a solid mid card guy, but he's never going to be in that main event slot. He should never be your kind of world champion. You know what I mean?
1: No, I think there was a time where I, you could see it. Um, back then, I think there was a time where I, you could certainly see it. Um, when he was, he was relatively fresh in, and he was you know feeding with Undertaker and stuff. And yeah. I was. I, 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 I remember watching him, thinking this guy's got yeah, something. You of, know. Mm-hmm. Uh he's definitely, he definitely had something. I think obviously with the right booking, I'd say, I'd say with the right booking, anybody can be a world course, champion. But um, I, I, it has to be you know booked correctly, and it, it was it just he just never had the luck. You need to have the full package. Um, yeah, JBL so comes out here and his limo, standard JBL style, and his game faces is on, and it. <laughs> yep. yep. He's um certainly not the best shape. Um, <laughs> he's a fat bastard, <laughs> isn't <he? laughs>
0: it? Like, right. So like JBL, he was never ever the kind of you know the bodybuilder type of guy, nope. but. Like he was in the main event for fucking years. You'd have thought he'd have gotten himself into some sort of shape at some point, man. <laughs> Tuck in your guts son. Fuck
1: <laughs> me. <laughs> and then Finlay comes out, um and then Hornswell returns from his layoff after his attack, so his wee Irish jig comes mm-hmm. on. Um I, I I'm just gonna say this now, it's great to have a Finlay match to talk Love about. Finlay. Like, Love him. I've always enjoyed mm-hmm. Finlay. And I probably because obviously my generation as well, I enjoyed this run that yeah. he had. Like, I've really enjoyed it. Um, and considering
0: he's, like, 45 here as well, like... He's 50. He's 50 here now, RL. Right, okay, yeah.
1: I, um, I had to look it up as well, because I thought, why is he here? Mm. Because, he, you know, he's long gone then, so his career was done. Um, Shillelagh in hand. Um, <laughs> so I've typed my notes and tried to type shillelagh. Uh, to I, uh, yeah, I've just went for Irish. I was doing my I, I had to look it up eventually. I've just typed in <laughs> Irish stick. Oh, Irish stick. Sounds like a shape, Um... <laughs> what so about you doing complete... your own? Time? <laughs> your own business. <laughs> Trust me, I no good porno. Um, Nick cut that. <laughs> <out. laughs> <laughs> expect a complete brawl here. Uh, Finley charges the ring and eats a kick before he can even get in. Bradshaw lays his shit in big time. Um, scalps <laughs> s- him over the head with a trash can at one yeah. point. We get plenty of toys, some Kindle sticks, uh, a baking tree. I always, always admire a baking tree in a trash can because it always sounds Love amazing. The sound of he, as I say, it does not miss. He starts playing swing ball with Finlay's head, using the tray and the trash can side to side. He then retrieves the steel steps, adds him into the ring. It Looks like he's trying to attempt a pedal driver onto the steps, but Finlay sort of gets a big back body drop. But i lands safe enough away for the steps, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we get JBL gets Finlay's shillelagh, and Hornswoggle comes out of the ring and attacks him with a kindo stick to the back before he gets out of dodge, and then that turns JBL's attention to Swoggle. Otherwise Finlay, he gets his shillelagh and scuddle with wet <laughs> um, I, I mean that always looked solid that weapon didn't it like, yeah. it's one of those gimmicky weapons that actually look like it could do a bit of damage um, Finlay decides it's time to get some wood uh, and introduces a table <laughs> to the match setting it up in the corner um, GBL then smacks Hornswoggle to the ground and finally pursues him and bounces Bradshaw's head on the he table he
0: slapped the shit out of Hornswoggle oh, man he
1: <laughs> I don't know if he's ever spoken about it, man, but JBL probably did not like him because they're not no, like many people. I did, people. Yeah. I, I did um, like it
0: though cause, like Finlay absolutely flips at this point. Like This is when he, goes to, he absolutely goes to town. Uh, he's he's, yeah, he's smashing his face in at the announce
1: table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it was
0: good to see. Absolutely brilliant.
1: Um, so finally checks on his son and Layfield gets out and goes to the other side of the ring. Finally, at age fifty, mm-hmm. attempts a suicide dive Gorgeous. in which GBL smashes him in the head with a trash can. Brilliant,
0: hand. absolutely um,
1: fantastic! What a, what a bump to take! And if there's a stage, you're going to take it, take it. A amazing. bit
0: tasteless though, um, because of how this angle obviously developed with the Benoit thing, and obviously the famous Benoit spot um, him diving out the ring in Jericho fucking yeah. smashing on my chair. Um, yeah,
1: I, I mean, I, I don't think they would have considered that, No, I know, but um,
0: it certainly mirrors it. But I know what yeah. you mean.
1: And, and obviously, it's not too long ago, yeah. that's when Benoit passed. So, yeah. I say passed, but you
0: know. Yeah. Um, Do you like how, um, but... so Swoggle's talking out outside the ring and uh, just, as nonchalantly <laughs> as you like, JBL just lunges a bit at him. Like, take that, <laughs> you little cunt. <laughs> he goes back in the ring and just, he
1: looks at him and he just picks it up. And you see Hosswoggle, he just looks at him and goes, ah. oh shit, <laughs> he's coming for me. And he just hurls it up. <laughs> um, Brilliant. It's just, dick move GBO. Yeah. but it was a really nice spot because it looked as if it was off the cuff yeah, yeah. but that made them look like a sick bastard yes, you know ah yes. like, oh, fuck you. and it also know?
0: made Hornswell look like the afterthought which was it was good psychology I liked it I liked it, I liked it.
1: yeah very good um Finley then berates GBL with some headshots with the 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 chair. I can't remember, I never wrote it down. It was, um, bean tree. It it was his... a bean tree. Oh, yeah. the bean tree, yeah. And then he hits his senton thing, uh, which I believe is called the Celtic Cross. There's different moves that's been used for that before, because Sheamus used to do Razor's Edge, that he called it the Celtic Cross as well. So it's kind of been... It's
0: uh, Sheamus' white noise.
1: Yes, that's I, I'm correct. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, that's why I was confused when I mm-hmm. think, what like, is that the Celtic Cross, or is he calling it something it's else? It's a side <laughs> um, that's Yeah, it. pretty much. Um we then get GBL getting thrown through the table and Finley only gets a two count. He then picks up the steps but GBL kneecaps him with a mm-hmm. kendo stick, forcing them to crumble, and then GBL hits the ropes and hits a close eye from hell for the one, two, three, eight minutes forty three seconds. Solid opener. Oh, enjoyed it, to be brilliant, to <laughs> absolutely
0: fantastic. Um yeah. my notes were uh, it was not not a bad not a bad opener, um despite having GBL in it. Um what I was thinking was that this is the perfect match type for JBL to be in. Uh, he doesn't have to wrestle, he doesn't have to worry about psychology, he just gets to hit cunts with things, and that's yep. perfect with him. Um both guys get absolutely barred. They get barred with plunder, baby. Uh, and it kept obviously it kept JBL from having to actually wrestle, so it's the best use of him. Uh, JBL likes to call himself a wrestling god, and that is why I'm atheist. So. Okay. <laughs> Fair
1: enough. <laughs> um, I I really enjoyed this. Um, I, I I just thought like what I, as I say, you know, watching it, seeing Finley in there. And I just I just like I don't know, like if there's another guy like him, like mm-hmm. him, you know that that has that sort of. Because if you remember back to WCW days, he was considered a fantastic technician, yeah. and I knew he's he's this sort of brawler type, and I don't know this much is worth. And for me, the wrong guy won. To the because oh, 'cause would be a nice so. way to kick off the crowd, yeah. um, with finally getting a win and yeah. him and Hornswell are getting their, their pay the payoff, mm-hmm. if you like, you mm-hmm. know. Um I'm not sure where it goes for the end of this right enough, but I don't imagine too great because I think the following year that's when JBL packs it in. Um yeah, the
0: retires him and he goes on the commentary.
1: Yeah. We get our first uh, sorry, our second celebrity appearance of the night, Kim Kardashian, who is the special guest hostess. <laughs> Yeah. She says she says that the Money in the Bank weather match is up next, and she also says that the winner of the match is gonna be the same guy that won it last year. It's Mister <laughs> Kennedy! Ah, she's a cunt.
0: I just totally no-sold this and skipped it.
1: <laughs> Kennedy! <laughs> um, oh, yeah, it was it was, it was, was one of those ones where, you know, they get the celebrities involved and stuff, but him coming out, but he gets right in her face and she is not comfortable. Yeah. You know, that way he's like, right, he's like Kennedy! Mm. I right bet right you love that. Bet he, you can see her hair yeah, moving and yeah. I'm like, oh, that's horrible, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> like, fair play. I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> um, he thought, I'm just going to take the piss right you with this.
0: Earn your money, darling.
1: Yeah, so we get our first Money in the Bank ladder match that we've done on the podcast, um, which is going to make it very, very difficult for us to keep up with it because we don't know what to expect when we do yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, we write the notes as we watch it, so it was very, very difficult <laughs> to keep and up. You can't call them the spot. No. Um, so, John Morrison out first, he's won half of the TAD team mm-hmm. champions. I think it was with the Miz at the time mm-hmm. because they were doing the ECW Dirt Sheet stick. Um, so we're about 12 years on, and that still exists. That's <laughs> a thing,
0: yes, indeed.
1: Uh, Carlito with his Apple. Um, <laughs> The gold standard, Shelton Benjamin with Pyro, um, which is nice. <laughs> uh, Shel- Shelton has always been a favourite yeah, of mine, by yeah, the yeah, way. like yeah. Always, yeah. always, always. Even here. Um, We have the long-haired, skeleton shirt, ECW CM Punk. Mikey um, <laughs> <laughs> He looks a bit greasy here, does he? Kennedy! Um, so these two have got history for last year, CM Punk had his hand on the case before Kennedy took him out and won it, um, which we'll see a wee bit later on. Um, Kennedy, however, he lost the briefcase um, to Edge after he suffered an injury, um, It was quite bizarre to me because he's got all year to cash it, and cash it in, and this happened like halfway through the year. Uh,
0: no, so um, so what happened was that, that was the kayfabe uh, shoulder injury, but the reason he got the briefcase took off him is because he failed that drug test. Also, yeah, that is yeah. ah. the one shot. That was the reason before that. Yep, yep, yep. It was the signature pharmacy scandal. Obviously, when the Benoit ah, thing happened, right. like um, Kennedy get busted, Edge. Um...
1: See, I thought I heard him talking about it, and I thought maybe it was just kayfabing yeah. then, because I thought he said that he was injured. The reason? He was... They weren't sure how long he was going to be injured. Yeah, do. so that I was thought... WWE's reasoning for taking off, but it wasn't the it, fact uh...
0: because uh, the, the drug thing.
1: Yeah. Ah, right, you fly mm-hmm. bastard. Um... So, it wasn't a case of rotten luck for that one then? it was just stupid. Uh, <laughs> uh, MVP, the US champion. Oh, was it the MVP? Yep. Um, and the Intercontinental Champion Bon Jovi, oh sorry, uh, Chris Jericho. <laughs> the
0: first um, thing I've noted here is, of course, why is the Intercontinental Champion? Of course, <laughs> he is like so. The, the chances when you're watching a random pay per view for this kind of uh, era, it's very high chance that he's the champion from any, any uh, era that Jericho
1: was in. <laughs> yeah, that's quite funny. Um, still, um, also this wee bit before his great heel run that we all yep. know. Um, so he, he's no longer returned. I think he returned actually against Orton. Um and it's still the black ladders at this mm-hmm. point as well, which I noticed. Um, I prefer the spray-painted silver ones, but each to their own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So kick off the match, everybody leaves the ring to get ladders except MVP. He just steals somebody else's OG's, ladder who throws OG's it in the OG's ring. That. Yep. Yeah, uh ground, loved it. It's a step ladder, so he starts throwing it around, hurling people and taking people out. Before Jericho comes in with a bigger ladder, they joust and y 2 g gets the better of MVP. <laughs> Size matters, folks. Um <laughs> Morrison throws the step ladder at Jericho before he, take, before he takes it to the top, so Morrison's got the ladder on the top and he salts moves, moves, off, taking everybody yeah, out below. Just, it's
0: just about on point, uh, any, I any further forward need to miss everybody in the yeah, like that middle. was a tough one, yeah. that's a tough spot yeah. though, isn't it? You have to, I have to give him a bit
1: of Well mean, no, it's but, absolutely um, not,
0: because that's his gimmick, that he does big flips, so there's no reason yeah, him well for him, him.
1: Yeah. Kennedy scrambles up the ladder, Jericho attempts to cut him off before Morrison dominoes using the ladder to from the corner into the other ladder very nice we um, wind up with quite a few of the guys up the top um, battling it out Kennedy grabs Morrison for a superplex off the ladder before Benjamin gets up there and he hits a sunset flap onto Kennedy so we get like a sort of super tower yeah, of doom yeah. it's Love fantastic that. man um, Benjamin climbs up again Carlito comes in and he tips the ladder Benjamin lands on the top rope and he sort of pushes the ladder at Carlito knocks him down creative as anything and um, he Gets back on the ladder, but he tries to like sort of leap onto the ladder from the ropes, but it crumbles <laughs> yeah, so, and it's
0: just oh, what a shame. Yeah, so, <laughs> I was just about to say, so when I was watching this, like this match is made for Shelton Benjamin, and then he jumped on the ladder and crumbled. Like, oh, fucking <laughs> a, it crumbled. It was a shame, win.
1: man. Like, it was not how he did. He, eyes, rede-
0: he redeemed himself almost immediately with a massive flip off yeah. the top of the ladder through the ladder yeah, on yeah, the outside like, that's he- on the apron.
1: Yeah, he climbs the ladder and then Carlito and Kennedy sort of tip him over, and he just a sort of like sent him on the top of the ladder. It was very well yeah. done. It looked great on the camera because it was like a lot of guys sort of fall sideways Even. through them, but he yeah. went right over the top. Man, it was great. Um, a oh, fair play to the guy. Fair play. Um, we also get.
0: So this is the th- spot I hate. This match, Jericho tries oh, yeah. to put the walls of Jericho on the top of the ladder. It looks cool. Totally destroys fib like. He's just holding his fucking legs.
1: like It just doesn't make uh, sense, Just it? release it. Yeah, idiot. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, he does this. Uh, it's an awkward sort of... It's stupid. Jericho on the top. It's bizarre. Um,
0: Kalito's, uh, Kalito's backstabber, though, was insane. Gorgeous.
1: Yeah, so they all sort of... So him and CM Punk sort of springboard onto mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. ladders in the ring, which was nice. And then they all sort of started crashing burn. Except MVP, he's left in the ring all on his own, and he starts to climb the ladder. But here comes Matt Hardy. Mm, um, massive pop. So he was injured... Yeah, he was injured by MVP five months ago, so he's been out for a while. Um, he climbs a ladder and hits a twist of feet off the top ten. Thousand knees. That's going to take his of... knees. Look shit. You yeah, take ugh, a... brutal. Uh, this is only the second big, Se- second biggest uh, WrestleMania return that Matt Hardy ever did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so we then have sort of the rest of the guys battling with the ladders. Um, two ladders sort of get intertwined, so they have like a seesaw. Yeah thing, and Morrison climbs it um, before he gets tipped off and gets crotched on the top, Whoa, there's that word again, back for last week <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jericho gets up the top Carlito spits an apple on his face um, and then Kennedy knocks off Carlito, Punk hits Kennedy off with a ladder before Jericho hits the code breaker on Punk with said ladder, it was bah, cost a fuck, looked, nice.
0: looked uh, amazing, but Punk, the fucking indie geek is up on his feet within 20 seconds fuck off, uh, you need to be selling that for a long while big time, uh, big time, Jesus Best in the world um,
1: So When they got Both men fight to the top That's Punk and Jericho Jericho hits him with a case Knocking him down a few rungs And then that allows Punk to pull Jericho's leg Through the mm-hmm. ladder Leaving him hanging in Like a sort of tree of woe And he comes up to the top And wins the Money in the Bank Briefcase um, I'd say that's one of the most Creative Money in the Bank Matches in my memory It was fantastic
0: Yes Um not, not not, a bad match. Um, I'm not usually a fan of these types of matches because generally, it's, as you say, it's a big clusterfuck. Uh, there's yep. always a bit of confusion what's going on. Uh, most of the spots always look like really, really overly choreographed. Uh, they did well in this match, though. Uh, big, big push for Bunker winning it while he was still in the ECW brand.
1: Definitely, yeah. Um... I, I I I've written that you know it's probably a real crowning moment in Punk's mm-hmm. career. Um, Money in the Bank matches are always fun. This was no different, and you know I think it's very difficult because there's been so many of them now yeah. as well. You know a lot of them start to get forgotten. Um, same with TLC and here and a Cell and stuff. There've been that many of them. It's just, um, so I I quite enjoyed it. Um, I was supposed to look up the Punk cashed it in, but I didn't. <laughs> it was against the uh, Hardy, was it not? Oh, I think you're mm-hmm. right. Yeah, um, cause he won. He won it twice as
0: well. I think. Yeah, he wins he? it next year. Than um, then he cashed in against Taker. Oh, Either that or it's against Taker. I think no, he cashes this one against against Taker. I think you know the holes a few
1: well, yeah, didn't yeah. the World Heavyweight
0: Title? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really watch wrestling at this point. I, like I watched the main. I watched the, <laughs> the mania shows and stuff like the Big and the Rumble and stuff like that. But in
1: terms of the week to week stuff. As you can tell we take this very yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we see John Cena, Randy Orton and Triple H backstage all separately contemplating their big match later in the night. Um and then we also see highlights from the night before's Hall of Fame ceremony, um, before the class of two thousand eight are introduced on the stage by Howard Finkel. Um, yes, um the the very, very first employee of WWE um, since Vince McMahon took over. Did mm-hmm. you know that? I'm good. Very, very, very good. Um so the class was um, Jack and Jerry Briscoe Gordon Soley who was a legendary commentator in WCW mm-hmm. and Jim Crockett um, the late soul man Rocky Johnson and High Chief Peter Maivia uh, I found it weird But
0: there was different representatives I thought like um, Rocky Johnson could have just represented High Chief as well like, it's his ah, dad right, you know yeah. what I mean? like ah, he's guy Rocky isn't he? you can tell <sighs> where the Rock gets his uh, genetics from his genes mm, from yeah. he's massive
1: um, there was also Eddie Graham and now, I believe May Young said on our speech that she was a hundred.
0: I don't think
1: when I watched the highlights, she was like on my hundredth birthday. I don't think that's but accurate. She never lived that nah. long, so I, I must have misheard that. I've written it down know that, but anyway. And then representing Ric Flair off the duty his match later, um, she has kids including a young, fucking Charlotte, Charlotte Flair,
0: Flair, man! Holy shit! And an, an unrecognisable David, oh, David. Oh, I recognise David. Oh, pop big time. God.
1: He's put the beef on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that David? we have seen Reed <laughs> there as know, well. Okay. I thought
0: Read had already passed by this point.
1: No, it wasn't too long. Oh, right enough. No, I think it was a couple of years ago. Well later. obviously it couldn't have been this point. But... <laughs> no, no. No, i almost say that wasn't too long after yeah. this, but I think it was a few years Must
0: later. Um, 2010,
1: 11, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um So I uh, good class. Um Yes. Very nice. and then we see another would-be Hall of Famer introduced by Todd Grisham. It's Snoop Dogg. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to be the Master of Ceremony later in the Divas match. Um, and we see him with Festus. Uh, Big Dot Gal is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santino comes in, he chats some shite, and then Festus chases him away because Snoop Dogg's got a ring bell. And then Mick Foley just randomly walks in. It's one of those sort of funny yeah. WrestleMania yeah. things where they just get a mismatch of yeah. chal- uh, talent. Um JR then tries to plug, I've only written this down because I found it hilarious, the AT&T text in who you think is going to win the WWE Championship match between Cena, Orton, Triple H, he didn't have a fucking clue what he was talking about no. man, but he just goes, this is the AT&T, um am um, text, uh, who's, who's going to win? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a fucking yeah. clue what he was talking Stick about. I uh, Oh, was a shame for him, I, I think they maybe just threw that one up to be honest with you. <clears throat> So, next up, we have the battle for brand fucking supremacy. Fucking William
0: fucking Regal,
1: yes! Yes! <laughs> the first star of the night has made his appearance. Um, and play a player. Smackdown nah, assistant, Terry Long. Garcia
0: like was a personal favourite of mine. One of the best ring announcers, I think. She's fucking excellent.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, we're going to get Batista versus Umaga. Um, Big Dave. Batista represents Smackdown, and Umaga representing Roth. What do you
0: think of this for Big uh, Dave? Like Third it's Start a shame match on the card like that's proper like creative we've got nothing for you kid in it like yes
1: yeah. and Umaga don't forget this team. Umaga was off the back of a pretty good one at this point um, yeah as a good heel just, just, um,
0: uh, just after Triple H buried them wasn't it
1: pretty much yeah um Batista they gave him the full booner you know with the pyro mm-hmm. etc so you got that and at least um Regal calls Umaga Umanga Umanga um, yes <laughs> Probably Regal said it's right. Oh, games! Um, oh, games! That <laughs> has to make up on every episode
0: now, not it? Yeah, I've all of I think he, I actually started to call him Umanga at one point, which is like fucking El Become. But he didn't to take the piss or was I it just... think it's just how he speaks to him. I think he'll be, him... he'll be saying it? Jumanji Umanja. next. Umaga. That's oh, not racist. Jumanji.
1: <laughs> um, Umaga, for me, you know, watching this even then and then now, I believed he was somebody that could kill. Him, yeah, man.
0: yeah. Remember when they destroyed Stevo for Jackass on
1: Raw? Oh my God! The two of them, and he was even laughing. And everything, and I am like, he has got to fucking it, actually yeah, murder him for yeah. this, like rightfully mm-hmm. so. Um, so we got a big horse battle, and as Big E would say recently on the uh, Do Day podcast, I love two big guys bumping mm-hmm. meat. <laughs> Have you watched that? It's yeah, it's
0: um, it's your slow paced typical hard hitting match for two yeah. big, massive lads. Uh, unfortunately, the crowd are just amusing themselves. They're just they're doing the they're doing the chants, they're doing the
1: wave, they're doing everything. Did you like the Umaga chant? Uh, oh my God. umaga. <laughs> I've never that? heard that before, apart from this match. <laughs> that was the fuck. I had to rewind. Him on that. No, I'm not yeah. getting that right. Go back, go back, go back. <laughs> um, we get pointing over Renee Young's own commentary with oh Michael ho Cole. Ho oh! Ho! oh, 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 oh. oh! <laughs> it was terrible um, Umaga attempts a diving headbutt from Brett's rope halfway across the ring but he can't land it but a weekend Batista fails to capitalise um, Umaga a nice Simone drop mm. man really really nice of course it is um, a Simone <laughs> of course it is um, <laughs> didn't you know um, Batista moves come comeback hits a spine buster and a Batista terrifying. bomb terrifying he sort of oh falls my
0: back he nearly dropped him in his neck
1: two sides of this it looked like he he made an mm-hmm. asset. But can it, because it landed safe enough, it looks actually better because it makes it it how big Umaga is. Yeah, fair enough. You know, he's heavy, like yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's struggling with him. So but he landed mm-hmm. safe as safe as you like, man. Um so Batista gets the win in seven minutes, three seconds. A match didn't have to yeah, pretty
0: bollocks for filler match. This was like a piss break match, I thought. Uh, I wasn't interested then, like see the, the kind of brand versus brand shite. Right? Um, I think Big Dave deserves to be in a feature storyline. They said there's brand supremacy
1: garbage. Um The only time the brand supremacy worked was when they first did it. Exactly. You know, it's, uh, The draft in
0: 202, two, 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 yeah, etc. That was the first time I, that's the only time I ever worked. It's watered down so much. And then um <laughs> Big Dave fucking rooms up the ramp like a tip, like a proper jobber
1: yeah. that's missed his cue <laughs> getting in <into> position. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave, you know, what you doing, mate? Uh, what do you like? I love it. Uh, I suppose this is probably a good time to announce what we're doing I was week. just going to say,
0: I absolutely love Batista, and um, because we're not obviously doing Mania, but we on this year, 36, <laughs> because, because we're not doing...
1: WrestleMania, yeah,
0: it's a happening! It's happening, a happening <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've chosen to do uh, a career retrospective, and we thought, who better than someone who's going into the Hall of Fame this year? Uh, Eventually. eventually when it happens <laughs> uh, we'll be doing a, how many matches? six six match?
1: six matches um, we're going to go so basically what we'll do is we'll start off at the start and we'll go through Dave Batista, um, er- his early life go through how to start his beginnings in wrestling um, and head right through his career obviously his evolution days and stuff like that how he got Moved up to the main roster, where he ended up, or some of his movie career as well. Um, but we're going to go through six matches as we go through his career um, and sort of see where, where he developed and key storylines in his career and stuff. And I thought it'd be quite fun for us to do something yeah, like that. Um, and, you know, what we'll, we'll do one every so often, we'll, um, probably when there's a uh, show. Absolutely, i was going to say, there's nothing
0: interesting happening. Uh, and if we can't... Just
1: to spice things up a wee yeah, bit for us and if as we well.
0: can't find a decent pay-per-view to watch in that particular month, because um, obviously WCW will run out of pay-per-views eventually... <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I think every couple of months we'll do one and you know because there's, there's certain guys you know we do our wee bios on certain yeah. people as we do episodes and there's certain guys who you just couldn't do in yeah. an episode and who's, whose careers are far more interesting than others and I think you know him and obviously we've got Rick Flair and Shawn Michaels later on in the card basically all the big guys on this card could qualify for one of them you know Um so I think I think that's a good one to start with and it was you that suggested we do yeah. Dave and I thought that's a, that's a fantastic shout. Um so tune in for that one that'll be um, next week um when we when we would be posting our WrestleMania show, we'll be putting that one up. Um, and I'm really excited to do that as well because there's a lot we've found out. There's really mm-hmm. interesting and he's a, he's a fascinating he guy is. to talk about.
0: Very nice guy as well, but it's all things considered. Um definitely but we can also speak a bit, a bit about Mena thirty six when we see um Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar for all the gold. You've, you've, yes. you've heard it there first. <laughs> <laughs> Both titles on the line. There uh, can be only one.
1: Vince McMahon's gonna have some have plenty of clean when When the all the hand sanitizer has, went are <laughs> still being rationed. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we have J- JR and Lawler talking about Mayweather versus Big Show, um uh, being key open for submission before we see Floyd with his posse mm-hmm. backstage. Um, and then we get a tale of the tape which is just it's hilarious funny, um. <laughs> It's so lopsided, man. This show is just fucking huge. It's just
0: very much David versus Goliath. And WWE love that storyline. They absolutely
1: love that. Big Show's got like a Mm 147E boot. And fucking me, where's a size 8? Stuff like that. I just can't even
0: comprehend what that means. 14 quadruple E. What does that even mean? Or quadruple E, Uh, whatever it it was. That's massive. Mm,
1: (laughs) Fucking hell. Um, so then we go to um, a contender for Manchester United. Yeah, I, t- I uh, tell you
0: what, I tell you what, this wasn't bad.
1: <laughs> no, so we get Chavo Guerrero versus the pre-show Battle Royal winner Kane for the ECW Championship. So Chavo was the champion going in here. Um, so first and foremost, we're going to give Joy Styles and Taz a wee bit of work here because um, this is the only time I'm going to give for them for the rest of the fucking show. Um, this is their big match. They call, you know, um, JR and Lawler had the triple threat. Um, Michael Cole and Coachman had Edge versus um taker and then we should have put this. Oh my
0: um, gosh Styles like... commentated in the punk match the the, the Money in the Bank ladder match I was thinking Ah uh, they get involved <clears> in some <throat> of the sort of
1: uh, the promotional I think ones, he
0: I was they did he not commentate in Sean Michael's match as well because I was thinking to myself um really? I thought he did because I didn't recognise it being Styles. I thought it was Matt Stryker to begin with. And I was thinking to myself, oh fucking you know, hell, this is this is Matt Stryker, this is brilliant. Maybe they uh,
1: aye, they just yeah, changed it and then, And the then realised it was uh mm-hmm. Cause I think in the Money in the Bank match, they had all six yeah, in one at yeah. one time. Um, so we see, <laughs> uh, in the ring, Armando <laughs> Alejandro Estrada. Mind that cunt, how
0: insufferable he
1: was. <laughs> uh, so he, he was formerly Umaga's manager of these cigars and, and yeah. shit like that. Um, I... He's the ECW GM yeah. at this point. Big Cuban stereotype. Yeah. I thought he was quite yeah, good, to be honest. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. mind the guy. Um he introduces um, the ECW champion, Ooh, Chavo. Chavo! and his big fucking blanket, mm. um his big bandana. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the name of it. Punch! I can't remember the fucking name of <laughs> it. Um, so the old ECW style design is still in play here. Um, it doesn't last too uh, much longer until um, they're bringing the big, oh, big silver phone, monstrosity yeah. that was made out of fifty pounds. <laughs> um, he takes his time when he's entrance. He's going to have to because this is going to be a quick one. Mm-hmm. Um, Kane appears behind Chavo through his entrance, chokeslams him and wins the title in 11 seconds.
0: Yeah. Right, let's break this down, right? So, <laughs> right, <laughs> there, a is, from, right, from a, from a keyframe point of view, this is perfectly done. Kane is three times the size of the champion yeah. and he gets to drop on him. Of course he's going to destroy him in 11 seconds. It just makes of sense.
1: Course. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm no dragging on it by any means. Um, it makes good sense. You know, the, the thing was with the ECW title at the time as well. There wasn't a lot, a lot of intrigue uh, around the no, ECW no rebranding, etc. So to do something like that, it probably it probably even heightened people's interest in it. I thought, oh, that was quite yeah. good, you know, and move on. It popped the crowd. Um that yeah, was decent
0: just, man. Nice we break before the next match.
1: It was, it was yeah. I was refreshing, wasn't it? Um we then see Carlito and Maria Kanellis and an advert for the show. Um I don't know why they're showing the WrestleMania ads because it's yeah. already on. Um but Carlito has a fight with a seagull. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a I'm bad. actually explaining <laughs> that then on wrestling. I just, just kind of I know, I know. Carlito and Maria are on a, a beach, and then he starts fighting with a seagull. Mm. It's bizarre. We then see um, Raven from Disney Channel's That's So Raven uh, in the ring. She's there for Make-A-Wish and does some talking. So, that's <laughs> about it. So, we can finally get down to business. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of this because it's WrestleMania, like stars all over the place. Oh, stars, um, I. Oh, stars, aye. She's a, mate, she's grade mm, A, right? This <laughs> that's is that's, that's why people were complaining about the WrestleMania Patriots, because she took it, man, she was, I mean, she's tank. no Sabrina um, from Sabrina D, you know what I mean, <laughs> but, man, uh, she's She uh, buffering uh, vampires, but so, what <clears throat> So, Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels and a career-threatening match. Time to go down business. Love um, this. Love this. We see a, so, we see a nice promo package highlighting the career of Ric Flair. No promo package could do it justice, but this one did as good a job as any. Um, 16-time world champion recognised by WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, he says it's 21. I've heard as high as 25. I clean. believe
0: it's 22 um, is the actual number. Right, okay.
1: I, 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 it depends yeah. who you're listening, isn't it? Um in storyline, Vince said to Flair, Next time you lose a match, your career mm-hmm. is over. Um, so Rick had come back for an injury and said, I'll never retire. And Vince says, Well, I'll make sure you retire <laughs> then, sort of thing. Vince uh... <laughs> So he would have multiple matches in, in previous months. Um, they would win by the skin of his teeth. Um, it's certainly not yeah, interesting drama. And even you know, the bleakest of matches that he'd have. Um, he bets some solid talent, Umaga, Regal, Triple H. Um, but now he wants to face Mr. WrestleMania because if he can't compete with the best anymore, then he should retire. Perfect um, <clears throat> Brilliant. The HBK promo about Old Yeller um, is just mm. great. I, I don't know if you watched that. I, I looked it up on YouTube just to watch it in its um, totality. It was just fantastically done because it's like Michaels loves yep. Ric Flair. So why would they want to beat him? And just basically says, well, sometimes even if you love that dog, he yeah, got put exactly. out of his misery. And it made you believe that he was going to finish his hero if he had the chance, you know. I'm getting the goosebumps um, thinking about this match again. Like, It's mm. great, man. It's good. I watched it twice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one for the notes, and second time just yeah, to yeah. enjoy it. Um, Flair gets interviewed before the match by Mike Adam Lee. Remember him? I said Jeff Harvey. Um, <laughs> Jeff Harvey. Oh, that's right. That's where that comes from. Very good. Um, so he. He basically says his, his game plan is to be the man. Um, so Shawn Michaels makes his entrance as HBK as ever, but it's only to be I, outdone so by Nature I like
0: the fact that HBK doesn't have a kind of typical Shawn Michaels over-the-top kind of entrance. So it doesn't yeah. take away from the it doesn't, doesn't take away from the importance of Flair's night. Uh, very, very classy yeah. and very out of character for Shawn Michaels, who is yeah, a very, very well-known very nice. cunt for that kind of thing.
1: People obviously do say that the later career Sean Michaels was nothing like the early career Sean yeah, Michaels. Yeah, well, sometimes you kind um, got to forget the past.
0: Charles Robinson's the referee?
1: Right, right the Yeah, soul. I was right going to get soul. to that. I was going to touch on the, on the the blue robe, um, the flare wears and the pyro and stuff, So Charlotte Reid did it as oh, a tribute of course, to her father yes. um, mm-hmm. later on, which is lovely, and she uses some of the actual fabric it from was, that yeah, robe. Yeah, that's great um, yeah. But that robe is fucking it, fantastic. It does man. look
0: back to the front though, doesn't it? When he's wearing it, 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> it
1: looks like you're not. Really, you're not. He's really checking yeah, the tag of yeah. the front because it's a bit tight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did, it did. Um, But I've written that as well. Little Nate will ref this mm-hmm. one, of course. He yeah. absolutely yeah. should sure yeah. how fit. He looked um,
0: as emo- as as emotional as Flair and Shawn Michaels did. That-
1: yeah and we'll touch on that Little Needs later on in the show because he was, he the, was the star of WrestleMania <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, so we, we see Flair's family front row um, emotional as ever I don't know if you know what's coming but it's just mm-hmm. this whole match um, as I said I, this is one of the matches that I regret not watching at the time um, this and Taker and Lesnar yeah. WrestleMania 30 two matches I this is the, the match that I and... got up for to watch Mania for this is why I yeah. set up to watch it fantastic man um Two of the biggest stars got, in wrestling, yep. and they do exactly that. They kick off with some wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, hammer locks, Flair drops. Show me, I'm dragging. Does he strut? And the are already in here. The first and, five like,
0: minutes, it's the classic Flair kind of back and forth matches, isn't it? He does the, yeah. you know, the hands through the hair as he, he goes through the. the yeah, handshakes. we get the shoving contest oh, it, as well.
1: Hbk sh- slaps the freckles <laughs> off
0: Flair's face. That's it. Yeah, he kind of goes default heel. He slaps his shirt. Yeah, man. And
1: you, you, you just do you see like when Flair the cameras are in and Flair and you see blood yep. on his tongue, yeah. And I'm like, ah, that's sensational, man. Like, you could not have fucking <laughs> written that better. Um, it was just a cool moment, and then they both start exchange yeah. chops. Um, Flair's prime offense. Um, Sean goes up to the top, but Rick Flair tosses him off to the mat. Rick then goes to the top, too. His <laughs> BK attempts to throw him off, but he hits a right hand, and Rick Flair hits a cross body. For the two- first time
0: two- Flair to has it. ever managed any off honestly.
1: I remember I was watching that. So I've been watching 2002, and he was a he was in a match on Raw, and Ric Flair goes up to the top, and Jr. goes, "Oh, Flair, you know that yeah. never works." Exactly, yeah. I mean, like, throws he, he him off, and just watching this, it reminded me of that. And then he actually hit something, and I was just like, it, "Oh it, my god!" And the crowd knew it They felt it. It, it, was it fantastic, is the man. That
0: one of the unspoken rules of wrestling is that Ric Flair is never allowed to hit a move successful off the top rope. He goes to the top rope to yeah. get thrown off it. <sighs>
1: exactly that's how we turn the tide in a yeah. right match yeah. it's yeah. fantastic um, oh remarkable spot even though it was on that small manoeuvre mm-hmm. too it's just amazing how Definitely. much we're talking yeah. about it um, Flair attempts a figure four, but he gets kicked to the outside. HBK attempts a springboard moonsault onto Flair, but he sidesteps and the heartbreak kid lands. Gut first on the raw edge table. The table sort oh, of implodes, but slowly. So he takes a bit of gut, a, 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 a thing we on the That's ribs. Not. He's visually yeah. winded. It, it, it
0: reminded me of when we'd done St. Valentine's Day Massacre. See Vince's bump off a cage. Oh, it was yeah. that same part of the table that he smashed off. And, oh, that must
1: have fucking yeah. sucked. Definitely. Um aye, yes. that was a bad one. Lovely yeah, spot, absolutely. they'll look good. Um,
0: uh, pace, pace kinda starts to slow down a bit now. Um yeah. and right rightly so in fairness.
1: So that... trying, to get, trying to get the trying to get the you know, the, the legs yeah. out of this match, you know, we're trying to get the, the distance out of the way absolutely. that you can uh,
0: um, inside, outside, back inside, back outside, blah blah blah. Um HBK is through, he's kind of a vintage repertoire, if you will. Uh the atomic drops, then, then the big big elbow. Uh, that I like this kind of a spot. Um, so HPK starts tuning up the band. The crowd are having none of it, man. There's no, there's no clam yeah. along mm. with them, booing the fuck out of man. Ah, uh, 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 yes. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. he can't follow through. He
1: goes, yeah. So he goes, he goes for the super kick, stops himself, and he sort of just realizes yeah. what's at stake, and that just always flared at time. What a transition? Massive pop. Mm-hmm. Crowd goes nuts. yeah. Um, HBK slowly reverses the pressure and then Flair gets to the ropes to get out of it Um, they exchange some quick pinfalls um, as quick as Mm Flair can go anyway (laughs) Um, and then Flair hits a chop block which again gets a pop the dirtiest player in the game is present there was one Um, spot that I
0: noticed I don't know if you're in my book or if you've missed it Uh, so when when they're doing the pinning exchanges uh, Flair is on top Sorry, HBK is on top of Flair Pinningham, and they both kind of try to bridge up, you know, the, the spot where they, yeah. they bridge up, and then they kind of twist it of actually. Ah, nah, the two of them are fucked. They cannot pull that off. Sean yeah. Michaels is obviously injured for the moonsault, so he's getting no core strength in his abdomen at the minute. Ah, it
1: was, it was an awkward was... one. Yeah, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. remember that. I never mm-hmm. noted it because I didn't want to do this much injustice. <laughs> um, <again then. laughs> oh, of course. Um... So, Flair ducks in in Zagiri and locks in the mm-hmm. figure four once again. Michael gets close to the ropes, but Flair pulls him back yeah. to the centre. Michael then attempts to reverse the pressure again by rolling over, but Flair rolls through and keeps it locked in. It's fantastic. Um, Sean finally gets the ropes. Um, they get both men get up, and all of a sudden, HBK yep. has a sweet, sweet mm-hmm. chin music uh, out of yeah. nowhere. Um, Michael stalls before he gets the cover, and that loose Flair the time to recover and slip the shoulder out bit that too. Um... Michael starts tuning up the band once again, but Flair doesn't get up, so Michael goes over to try and pick him up, and out of sight from the referee, vintage Flair, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, Um Gets a two count, but just, I love vintage Flair. Like, yeah, it's, it's just not When he does yeah. stuff like that. Um
0: poke to the eyes, everything, the wee thumb to the eyes, yep. But yeah. he does it so well, so like, There'll never be an opportunity where the referee has to pretend they missed it because Flair, he'll always either intimidate the ref or he's doing something in the corner that distracts the ref. So he'll, un- he'll unbuckle yeah. the turnbuckle pad and that will send the ref over into the corner while Flair then low blows him there, pokes him in the eye.
1: Oh, so good. Yep, look at us in that next yep, spot. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, when HBK gets in the figure four, Nature Boy scrambles to the corner, he pulls off the turnbuckle pad and then as the referee gets distracted to try and fix it, he breaks the of mm-hmm. HBK and was him up for two. Very nice. Um he, Sean Michaels, hits another super kick out of nowhere. Both men are laid down. This is the pinnacle yeah. of the match. Um, I'm going to try and do it justice, but if you haven't ever seen this match, yeah. watch it. Watch Expect it. Um, Michael slides to the corner. He looks at Flair. He looks away. Flair gets up. He's got tears in his eyes. Hands up. Michaels looks at him in the eyes and he says, I'm sorry. I love you. Bang. Sweet chin music. One, two, three. Flair's career is over. 20 minutes, 34 seconds after an incredible match. HBK leaves almost immediately um, and we get the standing ovation for Flair that he, he deserves. His family's in tears, the announcers and everybody in the arena on their feet. Sensational and rightful level of respect for this man. The best to ever do it. A trendsetter, you know, at the best in a time, where being the best meant you were the best Um an emotional moment for any wrestling fan at the time, and even now looking back, And I don't think there's anything I can say that will do this guy or this match justice. Um, you just have to watch it for yourself, don't you? I
0: can't even add anything to that. That was very, very well put. Very well put indeed. Um, I like that. Obviously, they embraced on the mat after the match.
1: Yeah, sorry, I should but, have touched on that. Cause that's just... But... Real.
0: That well, what the next part is even realer is when Sean immediately gives Flair the ring as a sign of respect. He doesn't gloat about the victory. He just out the ring, yep. and away up the ramp. The camera never ever pans to Michaels again after that.
1: It's, it's a small touches is not it? Good, it's fantastic good stuff man. all round. Yep. I'm sure one day we'll do a retrospective on Ric Flair because how can you not? He's just that would be a five-hour episode of this podcast. Yeah, that's going to be <laughs> hefty. That, <laughs> that that four. He <laughs> just joined
0: um, the NWA. <laughs> Divorce number seven. Oh, <laughs> oh, road rage charge number two. <laughs> nah, I mean, what what more can you say? Flair is the best ever. Um, there's no yeah. one I can say. Anything different. He's um, drew probably the most money, held the most titles.
1: He's just the best. It's, it's in- incredible. And I think you have to take any account the yeah. time as well that he was Mm -hmm. on top you know it's it's not like it is nowadays it was totally different so many guys so many places to work and he was then like the world champion Um, everybody knew how fucking good he was it's not like if if you've been seen by a certain place there's all these territories and all these talents that are the best always go to the top you know there was always a filter for the best it wasn't you know some guys will go to WWE but there might be some guy who's really really good on the Mm -hmm. indies nowadays and you wouldn't know because he's not getting looked at by the right people but back then everybody was in the same circulation
0: Uh, he should also be the candidate in everybody's dream match. Could you imagine Prime Flair versus Prime Angle?
1: Could you imagine that? Oh, oh. my God! Doesn't even be He's, a thing of it. <laughs> um, so backstage, we get Todd Grisham interviewing Edge. Well, let's um, let's uh, sorry, about. let's
0: let's go back a wee second. You're talking about obviously that was a big, big mania moment. Let's talk about top three oh. moments. Top top three mania moments for you, Mark.
1: Right, or well, we do one by no, one. Well, let me hear yours first. Right. Okay. So my top three mania moments. Um, so number three, I'm going to go in with the streak ending. Um, I'm guessing by moment we're just defining whatever that was whatever you a
0: consider a moment. Yeah, I think
1: you'd have you have to say can, ending, you can absolutely um,
0: set your own parameters. It can be a match, it can be a spot, it can be a backstage segment, it can be a Playboy Bunny Lumberjill match.
1: Oh man! <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm going to have to so number three. So I'm I'm just going to there's yeah, so many right. So I don't want people jumping on and saying, "Oh, how can you not pick this one?" It's your opinion. Pass it off into your end list. Um, so the streak ending, you know, Brock Lesnar beating Undertaker WrestleMania so 30. Um, as I say, there's something I never watched live. Um, and it's one of my, one of my biggest yeah. wrestling regrets um, Puffer Brian in there <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those ones where I don't think we'll ever see a moment like it in terms of a crowd yeah. reaction it's unbelievable to
0: hear a 90,000 capacity stadium stunned silence is a work of genius yeah,
1: just pure shock, yeah. you know not elation, not hatred, just mm-hmm. stunned, shock, silence fantastic Obviously, the match is not it's not the match itself. I'm, I'm putting in there. I'm going to have to put that that moment in there because it's when I mean, you, you hear WrestleMania moment yeah. that defines Undertaker Street defines yeah. WrestleMania, yeah. and that ending defines WrestleMania moment. Um, my number two, I'll, I'll put a match in: um, Bret versus Austin at Mania Thirteen. Okay, um, a great a greater work of art, and in terms of all round, there hasn't been. And <sighs> I know we've just reviewed a fantastic yeah. match there. Um, but in terms you know, of import- t- two guys going in totally yeah. different. Um, the, the, it's a submission match, so the technical prowess of Bret Hart would tell you he's yeah. going to win. But the but guts analysis, and testicular yeah. fortitude of Austin, the, the way that, that Bret will do anything to make Austin lose and quit. Ken Shamrock is a nice wee bit of garnish on the top there. Um, the total role reversal, is a and just how it slowly sort of turns. You know, the crowd start to see Bret Hart as being a bit you problem. know, d- disgusting and, and horrible and how Austin has actually shown that he's got heart and just so well done and it's one of those matches that you can watch back a 100 times and never get bored of um, and even when you know how it turns out you still always get bemused by it, you know you're like, oh my god, that's fantastic and number one is a personal one um, Hogan versus Rock from WrestleMania. Yeah, I can, I, can, I can have predicted that <laughs> <laughs> The whole lot um, the whole shebang if, if somebody came to me today and said um Show me a match. that shows you. That tells me what's all. What wrestling's all about. Watch this, and um, it's not the match. You know, it's not a technical masterclass. It's just a, a masterclass in how, just everything. Your storytelling, the, the, the way. So the Rock, Rock goes in as the determined babyface. Hogan's supposed to be the heel. The crowd aren't having it. They want Hogan as the babyface. They're booing Rock. They're putting mm-hmm. the fly to the greatest most I like to find guys in the business. You know, they, 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 they turn it round, they make a fantastic match. The NWO come out when they're not supposed to and they get attacked and stuff like that, which leads into the following night on Raw. Um, just all, everything with that, the, the, the wee nuances when they stare each other down, Hogan taking the belt off and whipping Rock, just everything about that match for me just blows me away every time I watch it. Um, and how, you know, 70,000 people in the Sky Dome and in WrestleMania 18 managed to turn and change history.
0: Yeah,
1: with two of the greatest in the ring, so that, that has to be three
0: very crowd orientated matches there, Mark. Uh, which we,
1: yeah. and I should say as well, that number one WrestleMania team is the first show yeah, I've watched, and that's the first match yeah. I ever remember. So, on a personal level, that's why that one will always yeah. be the top. Downhill ever was... since. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, right. So
0: three three fine moments, Mark. I could not fault you for picking those. Um, I definitely could have predicted. You're, you're number one there, absolutely. Yep. Um, Take it. Away. Yeah, I can argue. Uh, My three a moments. So, uh, these will be ones that I watched at the time. Uh, so, there won't be any kind of a Andre and Hogan or, again, Austin But I know you've picked it there, but I didn't watch that. So yeah. that's a good That's one. Yeah, approach, so I'm not yeah. going to. At the time, it blew you away. So... Um, Not a match, a spot, Uh, Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar, 270 pounds of Lesnar shooting star pressing off the fucking top of the turnbuckle, holy shit.
1: Still petrifying.
0: Horrible to watch and thinking how close he came to breaking his neck, but just the spectacle of this massive guy being able to do something that athletic, summed up the feud for me pretty nicely, Uh, the lengths they would go to to outdo each other, and that was their, obviously it was a very kind of friendly rivalry because they were always trying to outdo each other backstage, so...
1: Yeah, that, I mean, that was sort of, sort of legitimate yeah. to a degree, you know. Um, and I think, being in mind, Lesnar's a year into the business here, and he's been a bit WrestleMania with Kurt Angle. Um, yeah. Fantastic.
0: Uh, number two, could be seen as quite controversial these days, it's uh, Eddie and Benoit embracing at main at 20. Oh. Um, so, Eddie has retained his belt earlier in the night. Uh, Benoit taps out Triple H in the main event, Triple Threat, to win the World Heavyweight title for the first time. Uh, a very, very nice moment for me personally. Um, Obviously, as you know, I didn't grow up watching WWF, I grew up watching WCW. So, seeing the two the hardest-working wrestlers in WCW come through and make it in the big time, uh, it's just a clear picture of hard work paying off for two wrestlers that should never have made it in Vince's world.
1: Yeah, I think you've got, you know, two of the hardest-working guys. I mean, for me, back then, that was one I didn't Mm -hmm. watch live, and I remember a young Mark crying yeah, yeah. <laughs> um watching that and I you know, and I don't even silly myself by by saying that, you know, I think it's one of those ones where if you if you yeah. witnessed it and you know, obviously as you said, it could be controversial, but not in the, the manner yeah. that we're speaking of here. You know, um I, I think at the time it was a fantastic yeah. moment. Um and as you said, two guys who worked their arse off to get there and had no right to be there in Vince's exactly. eyes or in, you know, the company's especially eyes, the- but- they were because they were, because they were good enough,
0: and especially Tatum out Triple Agent Mania. Which is just a yeah. off, you know? <laughs> um and number one is obviously uh, TLC two from WrestleMania seventeen. Uh this wow. moment obviously had to be from my favourite Mania of all time, because it's the best Mania of all time. I know you said I know you I say it differently that. sometimes, depending on your mood. Um I thought this match itself set the bar for any sort of similar match type that's ever been. And it has never been matched again.
1: Yeah, I did a a podcast with a pal recently and I said that exact thing you just said there. I said, they didn't just set the bar. No, they are the bar. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Edgy Spear, obviously, in particular, from the top of the ladder, is absolutely iconic. The the flash of the camera bulbs going off behind them. JR's call. Everything was just perfect. A perfect ladder match. Uh, I spoke about it, obviously, in the men in the bank leather match earlier on. It's usually a clusterfuck. These six guys, hungry young athletes, they stole the show. A show that had Austin Rock in Texas yeah. the title. Fuck.
1: All six of those guys will be in the yes. Hall of Fame. All six of them, just because yes. of that one. See if, they, see if they'd stop wrestling and they still need no No totally doubt about agree. it. Because they deserve to be in there, man. That's that's groundbreaking. That literally changed, paved the way for so many match takes nowadays and tag team wrestling nowadays. It change wrestling. Absolutely, change totally wrestling. Uh wrestling.
0: Honorable mention is um, Edge's hardcore match with Foley.
1: That is a great shout because that does not get the press it deserves yeah. these days. Uh, that's that's a fantastic shout good um, list I enjoyed that enjoyed yeah and I would agree by the way I should say before people jump on me what do you mean WrestleMania 17 is not the best WrestleMania of all time Mark I do agree it is the best WrestleMania of all time it's just not yeah. my favourite that's fair <laughs> um, it, is, it is the best match by match even the gimmick battle was yeah. fantastic Um so, oh my god, why did we do that before this segment? Next up is the Playboy Bunny <laughs> Mania lumberjack match. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but it was match number seven?
1: <laughs> uh, like,
0: <laughs> fuck off, Snoop Dogg. JR, like, no-sells it. Good man. Absolutely good man. Uh,
1: yeah, he good just luck. does not give him... He comes out and he's, he's, he's pimped uh, my lead Mercedes like It's like
0: a mini like, fuck off,
1: Snoop. I, I, I'm, I amused myself by trying to work out who all the lumberjills were, so I think I've got them all down. Gillian Hall, Mickey James, Michelle McCool, Eve Torres, Katie Lee Burchill, Leila, Cherry, Maurice, Kelly Kelly, and Victoria. Mm. I think that's them all. Cherry was the only one I wasn't too sure about. Dusan but, remember Dusan Domino? Remember Dusan Domino? Yeah. She was for them, and I was like, ah, that's she it is. She, she was such of rollerblades on, and that's what gave her Yeah, like. I'm absolutely uh, fine
0: not talking about this much. <laughs> um, not, we'll this, fly through it, because there's this, nothing the to talk about. The spot of the match um, is when the lights went out yes yeah, so they, they, they had the power the, cut the, the, the um, power cut. they to put money in the leaky bill
1: aye I, um, I was not know anything about that um, <laughs> being a Rangers fan <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I thought you'd go that for Probably the first boys. Line, but, uh, <laughs> So the actual match is Ashley and Melina versus Beth Phoenix. No, Ashley and mm-hmm. Maria versus Beth Phoenix and Melina. Um, this is a nothing yeah. match. It's it a total a first break, break match. match, the way the Divas division was at the time. Um, and Beth gets yeah, the
0: win. Yeah, like, my notes were, poor Beth. She deserves much better than this. Imagine if yeah. she was...
1: She, well, I'm going to be honest with you, she did not. No, she did not, because
0: she can't, because look at the quality around about her. My thoughts yeah. were, um, uh-huh. imagine if she was wrestling today in her peak how good the division would be having someone like that,
1: yeah. She just missed the beat, yeah. Her, and uh, also, um, fuck
0: you, Jerry Lawler, try to get yourself over.
1: He punched yep.
0: Santino some kind of interference,
1: ah, uh, and then Santino ends up back the yeah. minute later. And then, to be fair to Snoop Dogg, he clotheslined him out yeah, his yeah, fucking yeah. boots, um, which to be fair gets a pop. Um, and he leaves with Maria after winning, after getting her a lunch. um, the yep. dirty bastard. Um, and him, Maria, and Ashley leave. Um, I would like to say. A bit of a sad note, obviously, but seeing Ashley out there and and after the horrific news of her death in May last year, um, always sad when a wrestler goes, but especially when they're mm. so young. Um, I think she was forty years old when she passed. Um, just, just a shame and stuff like that yeah. comes about, and you know, you watch something back. Obviously, it's not happened that long ago, and just watching it, it reminded me yeah, of it, you know. And I was like, okay, oh, better say, better say something about that, you know. Um, so, we are into the business? Yeah, end this of the is starting now. Yeah, <laughs> a um, events, so yeah. yes. So triple threat match for the WWE Championship: John Cena versus Triple H versus Randy Orton, who's the champion. Um, so we get a promo package highlighting all three men's journey to this match. Randy Orton, the champion, kay, captured the title after Cena's legitimate injury forced him to surrender the title back in October. Um, he's free with Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the returning Chris Jericho, successfully defending the title against Jeff Hardy at the Royal Rumble and um, triple H had a strong showing in the Rumble match. Um, but John Cena had returned prematurely from his injury at the garden, one of my favourite mm-hmm. Rumble moments. Um it was supposed to be out for nine months I believe, it was back and forth. A machine. Um which is oh man, he, the prototype mm-hmm. is real. Um John would win that match, um, but he decided to take Orton at no way out instead of WrestleMania because he's John <laughs> fucking Cena. Um do <laughs> the, the fucking likes. Um, Orton got himself del- deliberately disqualified so he could retain his WWE Championship. At the same event, Triple H would outlast five other men in an Elimination Chamber match and become the number one contender. So, William Regal determined this match a triple threat because John Cena had been hard done by and Triple H had rightfully deserved um, the title match. So, that's how we get a triple okay. threat. So, um,
0: speaking of being a Rangers fan, did you enjoy the marching band playing God <laughs> Save the Queen for some odd reason? I didn't understand.
1: We're cutting this. We're cut...
0: <laughs> no, no, I, I noticed that though. Fuck, like, man. That... This is the poorest Ay, scene a special your... entrance I've ever seen. It, it was, was terrible. Bad, it? Yeah, I also like that the yeah, lights are still off. They're <laughs> using
1: the spotlight to
0: illuminate the ring. Brilliant. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um that was the worst remember some of these good mm-hmm. entrances you know about the gangs yes. of New York style when they had and stuff this was, was a Um I'm sure it was a good yeah, idea on paper, paper but it was, it was good. But it just sounded terrible, terrible.
0: Uh, and I'm just going to take a quick coma while Triple H and Orton make their entrances fuck
1: me okay, get okay. on
0: with it holy fuck man <laughs> isn't 15 minutes for the two of them to make the ring unbelievable you should
1: have timed <laughs> it um, AT&T vote said that Cena had a 52% chance of winning uh, Triple H had a 40% chance of winning Orton had an 8% chance yeah, of winning Then you had cut Angle to the mix and, <laughs> and Yeah, I cut Angle to the mix Your chances <laughs> of winning drastically go down <laughs> um, The lights over the ring As I said, appear to be, to be out But I think they come on by the start of the match um, After yeah, they yeah. get, well, Triple H and Randy Orton Bought them about yeah, 20 minutes yeah, to fix yeah, it yeah. So, um, How cool is Triple H's That's water cool. spray, man? It does not get mentioned yeah. enough <laughs> Underrated Um Randy Orton has that awful spinner belt and I forgot we're still <laughs> on that time. What a fucking yes, horrible indeed. title, man. It still was old entrance theme, the bottom oh, I was of my life, but he'd only recently taken on the Viper mm-hmm. nickname, so I think it was changed not too long after us. I think by the next oh, week, it's changed. Um, so, triple threat rules. Um, usual yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so... Right for the belt, Orton grabs the title from the referee and Smash Triple H on the headway and that takes him out of occasion for well. Cena takes it to the champion with a bulldog and a suplex early on before working over corner- Orton in the corner. There's too many rules. <laughs> um... <laughs> Triple H throws Cena out the ring and he starts to take it to the audience so it's clear they've got Aye, digits so with
0: tri- him um, Triple H centrum. is nailed the title and he's back up and in the ring for f- in within 30 seconds what a knob what a I fucking I
1: wrote, as I was writing it I wrote he was selling that for a while and he was not and I was just like mm. oh my god <laughs> um, Cena picks up both men attempts to take or the FU I don't know what they're calling it at this time I think it was the FU yeah. to be honest with you I don't think changed it yet um, so Triple H slides off and he kicks him right in the gimmick <laughs> um, <laughs> Orton hits his patented backbreaker on Triple H and takes control of the match. He starts controlling both men. Um Orton goes up the top, but John Cena cuts him off. Triple H then picks him up in the electric chair position. Orton attempts at a high crossbody um on Cena. They sort of they land and Cena sort of rolls through, picks him up, goes for the um a few Randy Slides down and um, he then takes control of the match again so it's quite there's quite a lot of like round robin yes. stuff going on I would call makes, it you know sort match. of in and out musical cheer uh, yeah, 's the thing with triple threat matches it can be quite hard to mm-hmm. keep on tabs in toppy um, Orton starts getting locked in some submission moves um, Cena gets him in the STF and at one point or- Orton's pretty close to the ropes and just, it's just as he begins to fade Triple H gets up from the apron puts Triple H's uh, puts Orton's hand on the ropes and saves the match it's but a it's an no ODQ so it doesn't make sense
0: he the biggest <laughs> student of wrestling like biggest student of the game ever in wrestling he's a fucking geek if he thinks that's gonna work but, um, <laughs> also after... the absolute state of his submission move against Orton someday must have missed a win so... or something but it yep. looked like Orton had him in a submission. Fucking stay Commentators try and cover yeah, it
1: well. by saying Triple H locks him in an Indian yeah, deathlock death modified yeah. thing. It was, it was. It, it looked like he was going for the figure mm-hmm. four and he yes. missed a leg and he just sort of made it a sort of reverse figure four. It was mm-hmm. fucking weird. Um, mm-hmm. Cena breaks it up. He fires Triple H and, and, uh, and then over the ring post. You know that sort of spot. Um, yeah. to do as well. Um,
0: <laughs> Did you like when? Uh, <laughs> so, so Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> he, he hits his big time spine buster like, you know his spine buster's fucking gorgeous right but then same, same uh, when he does his post to the crowd oh they're having none of it man like, you know he does this kind of a water spit without the water. He, <laughs> I, you know, he punches I... the fucking muscles like, oh they're having none of it man they just no sell the shit out of
1: this. <laughs> fuck you <laughs> bro! Uh, we then get a um, Triple H breaks up uh, Cena's second STF and locks Cena and the mm. crossface um, Poor controversial. Ah, uh-huh. um, Cena gets to the ropes and then we get a yee boo between Cena and Triple H. Cena's the only one that's allowed to do yee boos. Yeah. Remember, mm-hmm. remember that article that was mm-hmm. linked to it? <laughs> um, that wakes the crowd up a wee bit because they start to join in. Um, Shina hits, he's four moves of doom out of five. Um, so two show the blocks, one a gig bomb, five knuckle shuffle, Protob- and then protobomb. he connects with mm. proto bomb. <laughs> I prefer will <World> a gig. <laughs> <laughs> it's more PG um, he then goes for the double A um, and I think Triple H gets a spine after that yeah, that's yeah, what you yeah, were talking yeah. about there um, Triple H then chop blocks Orton as he tries to come back in the ring um, which is quite nice because he sort of gets up sort of later across the middle rope mm-hmm. quite nice um, he gets seen as Cena's FU and delivers a pedigree on Cena but as he gets a pin Orton punts him in the head steals a pin on Cena and regains the title in 14 minutes and 10 seconds um, good finish
0: ah box. um don't like this match at all um i don't like the dynamic of these three i don't like triple threat matches for world titles at mania it should be your top heel versus your top face um it just doesn't work it's too sloppy there's too many spots where it's just to get the other person out of the ring so you can work over one opponent I cannot believe these three have still got years left in their run. Like, these three feuded, yep. which I think these three feuded from 2006 till, like, 2012.
1: Feels like it's So
0: bored. For me, this match was a crowd killer, and the crowd reacted in in that
1: fashion. Just on what you were saying there, it should be your top heel and your top face. Could not agree more. And it's not just because that's a good dynamic, but in terms of the crowd... They don't exactly. know who to cheer for when you yeah. put three guys in there like that, and you know, because or- Orton still has yeah. his fans. Yeah. You know, uh, even when he's walking heel like that. But you've got Triple H and John Cena, two big baby faces there. The crowd are torn on who to cheer for, so you ain't going to get big reactions. Yeah. from
0: well, I think yeah, Cena goes as your default kind of main babyface. I mean, Triple, but, yeah. Triple H just looks like an absolute tadger. and he it just looks
1: like a knob. Yeah. But I mean, we've been to, we've been at live events, you know, and we'll have guys in there that we, we like. Um, I remember we went to the the, the WCPW show in uh, the World Cup final, and it was Kushida, Osprey, during yeah, Newcastle. Yeah. And remember, Osprey was obviously the crowd favourite. We started chanting Kushida, and it's not because we didn't like Osprey, but when you're in a live crowd, you have yeah, to pick yeah, one. Yeah, you know. So that's how it sort of divvies it up for me. So f- 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 that, that that's just my ah, that's take fair. on it. Um, yeah, I... uh, match of the night up next. Um, oh fuck
0: yes, absolutely. This, this is brilliant, man. Nasty. Like.
1: So we get Big Show versus Floyd Money Mayweather, um, pinfall submission, and KO is the only way to win. Anything goes match. For some plus yeah. six, it's an
0: no ODQ match.
1: <laughs> yeah, but K- KO yeah, yeah. was involved, right? I, 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 I had that. In. Um, so Big Show's out first. Um, Mayweather comes out dressed like a badger. Did you like um, the, the
0: endmaker entrance with the money?
1: Uh, yeah, it was yes. nice. Um, he's got a guy with a white suit next to him. Don't know who I he. I believe was. that's the um, and manager. Some,
0: Oh, yeah just start to be it... and he's posse or he's guards around about him. some big they ass dudes are... on that
1: posse I mean he's a small huge, guy but they man. are fucking mm-hmm. huge man mm-hmm. um, um, so yeah, on you go man on you go G so, R yeah, sort of puts over Mayweather's accomplishments um, but makes it clear that he's a bit of weight <laughs> Big Show drastically outweighs him um, Mayweather's got sort of like MMA gloves on so he's still wearing gloves but they're sort of they're not
0: boxing gloves
1: certainly sort of yeah. a lot lighter so he can inflict more damage it's more than the um, 11 gloves that he wears yeah. aye aye uh, so they circled around, maybe they hit
0: some body shots on the show <laughs> in the corner. It's the end. old uh, stick and move, kind of stick and move boxing tactic, isn't yep. it? Uh, yes, he's
1: getting,
0: man, he's getting overly confident. Big Show's getting like, getting flustered because he kind of catch him. Uh, yep. Floyd then goes to the corner and drinks <laughs> from a chablis. What a good yeah. heel, man. He is fucking fantastic. His show is oh, not I impressed agree. whatsoever. It's
1: the biggest fucking biggest... Goblet yep. thing I've ever seen, yep. and they drink yep. from it's fantastic. So, Big Show um, go, uh, makes a run for the corner. Floyd gets out of the way and he knocks mm-hmm. Floyd's and clean yep. off the apron. And they, oh, I mean, mm-hmm. fucking clean. He was not fucking about with these guys, yep. man. He caught him right in the mush. The fucking towel yep. was already fucking. He hits the ground hard yep. on the outside. It's just hey, oh, it manages fantastic. to get back up
0: on the apron, and then Big Show kind of flips him into the ring. Uh, gets him into the corner Rips his shirt off And just says to Floyd Who's in the opposite corner Watch this And he fucking Destroys his <laughs> chest man He c-
1: hails <laughs> his chest and Knocks the mm-hmm. skin off it That guy's still trying yeah, To look for his yeah. nipples Off the fucking The mat yeah, now, brutal, now it's man. on Like Floyd realises Where he is yeah. yeah And that was good mm-hmm. That was really good That needed that um... Showcatch sure catches one of Mayweather's hands And attempts to stomp on it But Mayweather gets away um, Again Makes mm-hmm. top sense Like Stop yep. the wee guy's hand, break his break hand, the, break, break the boxer's um, hand. What
0: else does he have?
1: Yeah, um, show grabs me with a bit of throat and he perches him up on the top rope. Floyd hits some rights till, uh, whatever, Batista. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Big, <clears> throat> throat> I remember saying that as well. Uh, till Big Show releases his grip, um, and he hops back on the back of Show and tries to put him in a sleeper hold, um. Big Show takes a knee and as he frees, he gets out and stomps on the hand of Mayweather and his corner go fucking nuts, yeah, which is, is just great. It like sells it really well. Um, the guys have been schooled really well on this man. They took it really yeah. seriously. Um, and it really added a lot to it. And I wouldn't often say that about, you know, when you've got like people like it, out there, yeah, but they yeah, really yeah. did add to it. Um, the corner man in the white suit starts to say to the referee, he can't mm-hmm. be doing that. <laughs> and I'm just like, what do you mean he can't do that? It's a wrestling yeah. match. It's, it's fantastic. Good. It's just... Everything in this match just brilliant. adds to it, um, you know.
0: Big Show's uh, he's in complete control now. He's um, he's overpowering Floyd at every turn, um, catching his punches as you say. And to be fair, Floyd selling like an absolute boss. He's yep. just taking bumps that he shouldn't have been taking. Um, like when Big Show stood on him with both feet. Holy shit, on him, yeah. that is crazy. Um, floyd eh, tries to leave so kind of typical kind of heel fashion oh i'm yeah, here finished, um, done. big show's in hot pursuit but he actually like it runs <laughs> over floyd's crew like he flattens every yeah. fucking one of them he, wrecking ball <laughs> by, like yeah. throwing them about. Yeah. which out. is like oh those big guys they did, they did. in them. fairness they've done so well um yeah. so big show obviously eventually gets floyd back in the ring uh, big show just no sells a chair shot
1: to the back when he's so got fired yeah. up for the choke slam it takes a chair shot to the back yeah, so, and so this
0: was weird so he no sells the chair shot from like that guy's clearly about 300 pounds yeah but he sells it when 145 pound Mayweather smashes him this chair. it's like ah, oh, come, come on come on come on there's a wee bit of uh suspend your disbelief there but we'll take it yeah like well, the guys just <laughs> come in and try to hit yeah. him on the back and
1: he no sell and then foy could have went yeah, and exactly, got the chair exactly made exactly. more sense um but he he chokes on that big guy, and that big he boy. Yeah, up. Up. <laughs> <laughs> fair mm-hmm. play to him. Uh, yeah, some some
0: can I hit some headshots uh, with the chair, the big show, um, and then it's the finish. Um,
1: yeah, so the the guy who we got who got chokeslammed, he's got a big mm-hmm. chain on. Um, it's Got yep. brass nuts on it, so he so flogs goes over, takes it off. Um, and, and Dex Big Show with that and he can't answer the 10 counts so Floyd wins by knockout after 11 minutes 40 seconds obviously Floyd can't lose because he's a legitimate fighter um, with an undefeated record um, so he leaves he's posse as the heel mm. and Big Show crowd behind them, and he stands up and he gets sort of cheered and stuff like yeah. that it was nice and overbooked to a degree but had to be it was just so yeah. well done so, yeah. so one, one of the
0: best non-wrestling story matches in the history of WWE it's just, it's so well done. Oof.
1: I mean, who, who, who would you even say it contains uh, with Vince that? Vince
0: versus Shane at Mena 17. It's the right, only okay. other one that comes anywhere near I uh, If you're counting Vince, yeah, I can... Uh, uh, I thought Floyd was excellent here. Um, he's an amazing probably, heel. He's a natural heel. Um
1: re- the business. Very,
0: very respectful to the business. He's someone that I always felt um, would have done very, very well in WWE full-time. Obviously, yeah. But he, he, made, oh, he made I, don't, I don't, I don't right? mean through financial gain. I mean he would be a top star, in WWE. Uh, see like the UFC nah, right. guys kind of are coming in to do it now. Like obviously, Ronda's done it. Uh, there's always talking McGregor <laughs> coming in and doing it. I think Floyd yeah. would have went straight to
1: WWE because um, the thing is with, with him, like not only has he got the gimmick mm-hmm. there already behind them, but he, he just get he gets what he much knows make money. It, you know, he, he's a he's businessman, like, he understands, yep. and also they've explained it to him, this is oh, how we're going to make this right? work, and he he went with it, and he's like, yeah, this is, yep. who's going to make money, exactly. I like that, yep. you know, well done. Um,
0: well, really well, done. well done,
1: he went for the journey, and not Get just the correct. resume, correct, well,
0: you couldn't, couldn't I say that any better, well done, so it's time for your main event, yeah. um, uh, I'm just going to quickly skip forward past uh, the a 7 minute entrance,
1: <laughs> okay. Um, fucking hell. I should I should point out Kim Kardashian oh, uh, they broke their attendance off. record again. because um, of course she needs more she she needs more time and she's not getting she's not getting the attention mm-hmm. she deserves, so I thought I'll put her over on this podcast a little bit more. Um just put my headset down now. Did you like Taker's ministry style jacket? And no hat? Um or did you, I you g- any, I just I skip like it off? <laughs> alright because no, I had like a ministry jacket you know through the sleeves and they never had a hat on I just thought it was different it was nice uh, um, pyro incredible brilliant do you know what's the champion yes. was at last and they've kept it up very through very respectful
0: of, the of Undertaker Undertaker usually comes out last very well done
1: yeah I think the only time they didn't do it was the travel match but that's mm-hmm. for obvious reasons mm-hmm. um, so fair enough um, before there wasn't no any title matches on this fucking show sure. no there wasn't uh, um, this is
0: also streak versus streak did you realise that
1: Ah, so Edge was four and all at in... this point, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, Edge's theme song is a great yeah. song, but um, it's just so good. Um, he gets some sugar from his fiancee Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> um, she's the SmackDown general manager at the time. Teddy Long's the assistant, so she's in a wheelchair. Um, Teddy's pushing her around. I don't know why she was in a wheelchair. I don't remember that. Um uh, I'm sure, I'm to take up to him, Slender. likely, yeah. Like so Undertaker does his throat slit to signal the start of the match. Edge hits him early on. Uh, we get Taker going for his old school pretty early on. Can't hit it. Vintage Undertaker. Um, I'll hits tell big, you big big ass Vintage
0: fucking in. Undertaker is, right? See, this <laughs> bullshit... Typical fucking Undertaker match here, right? Within two minutes, he's bumped to the outside. Two minutes, and he's out of ideas. <laughs> he needs to go to the outside. This is why uh, these supposed great Undertaker matches, they just do not fly with me. Mean, he spends half the fucking match either on the fucking mat or he's on the outside on the floor. It, it's, it's all the time. I don't get these big fucking Taker matches against uh, Michaels and Triple H. I mean, they are held in such high regard they're on the fucking outside and he's lying down for half the bastard match piss off I had to get that off
1: my chest okay I'm glad we've got this platform uh, Ridiculous! Um, the,
0: the, the, the chemistry's not right between these two um, <clears throat> Edge this match I,
1: I expected mm. a bit better um, like, they did, I didn't
0: think it was a bad uh, match, it was just, but... nah it wasn't for me Like Edge needs an agile dance partner to go up against Like somebody like Cena can bring a great match together Orton, yeah. great match. Taker, God.
1: Do you think they're too similar in terms of being too big gangly? Dudes? Uh, no,
0: because I think Edge is quite athletic and, and right, he okay. needs another athletic guy to dance with, but I think Taker's just Taker's well past it at this point. He's he's gassed, man. He is
1: pumped. He, he still hits his big running dive over the top um and lands it pretty well. But did did you did you make it that? Did just the No,
0: no, It's all it is. Gonna, big, big signature dive, yeah. and you know, lie down for another five minutes. Um, it, remarkably, still wrestling, but twelve years later after this, yeah. Oh, he's
1: he's,
0: he's, he's
1: finished here. Yeah, he's
0: finished. Five minutes in, and
1: he's we get a, yeah, we get we get a lot of counters. Um, a lot of guys going for big moves and not getting them. Um, I think Taker gets the old school at the third mm-hmm. time of trying. Um, we see an edgematic and an execution, which I don't think is used no, awful not, no. um, He then
0: puts it into a single leg bossing crab, which is brilliant, because Taker gets to lie down again. Uh, so that's nice. Edge yeah.
1: <laughs> um, um, ducks Taker's big boot and referee mm-hmm. Jimmy Corderas, um, who's got, if you don't follow him on Instagram, that by the way, he puts a wee video up just about every day. Um, and it's just a nice wee take that he does sometimes when okay, wrestling okay. and stuff like that. Um, it's quite interesting. I forgot about, what
0: spot was coming next yet And I was wondering why the hell Jimmy Corderas was ma- uh, was refereeing the main event of main. I was like, where is um, uh, there? Where's uh, where's Robinson? And obviously, I
1: uh, killed her in the raw match yeah, earlier, so I had to be the right, SmackDown guys. Okay, okay. that makes uh, sense. we still had the sort of spot brands with the referees and that as well. So anyway, um, Edge low blows Undertaker to get out of a choke slam before taking the camera off a cameraman <laughs> and smashes it off a dead man's head. Uh, the referee's out and he can't get the pin taker and sits up, edge looks to tombstone taker, he gets out and picks edge up and hits the tombstone himself, and we see Little Nate being a 100 yard dash and a full on <laughs> sprint to save the day that's a fucking long uh, run he the way, made he...
0: that fucking Usain <coughs> Bolt like, can I speed?
1: Aye, and he slides right into position 1, 2, kick out unlucky Little Nate. <laughs> he's the best um, work rate
0: in this match anyway absolutely <laughs> after... <laughs>
1: Very good. Um, the pace quickens his little nature, makes it turn right towards the ring. Um, we, uh, we see the edge heads uh, come major, down, right and hawkins. the ring. Aye. Um, Taker takes them out, chokeslamming one onto the other, um, mm-hmm, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, turns, turns straight into a spear, which gets a near fall, and the crowd go nuts, as the streak is still alive. Um, it's been a long show this as well, so the crowd are still alive for this one at the end. I was um, no. <laughs> um, Edge hits another spear, and he sits it's up groggy. It's a very it's spear, isn't it? Like, he just
0: uh, on. A... I think yeah, that was part of it. I
1: think yeah. that's what he was attempting. Um, he sits up groggy as if he's knackered, and Taker just locks in yeah. the Hell's Gate. Which he gets to um, light on his back, so he gets to lie down again. Which I, th- which I think Cole forgot yeah, the name yeah, of, by yeah. the way. He locks in the submission, and that was it. Um, Edge cannot make the ropes and taps out, so Undertaker keeps his streak alive, and is a new World Heavyweight Champion by submission. 24 minutes, 3 seconds.
0: Uh, um, yeah, pretty pish match, they want to say.
1: Um, yeah, I thought it was alright. Um, a lot of counters, um, which can really affect the match in the wrong in the, the wrong yeah. way sometimes, because you end up with no big moves. You end up with just with counter, counter, yeah. counter, counter, counter. You know what I mean? You need to counter, counter, big mm-hmm. move. No, counter, counter, It was, counter, small it was move, very
0: start-stop, which obviously Undertaker needs, because he's old and needs a lot of time to rest. Um, shame on him, because I do how... Well, Ric Flair wrestled earlier in the evening, and he's twenty years older.
1: Yeah. I think there's a curse with some WrestleManias. Um, in terms of the main event, it's never Didn't the right main event.
0: event. I've noted that this did not deserve the main event.
1: Ah, it was a shame. And to be honest, um, nor
0: did the Triple Threat title match either. Flair and Michael should have been on last.
1: I would agree with that. Yeah, um, I just thought I probably just never had the build um, that they th- like. Obviously, on the night, the crowd were yeah, mental yeah. for it. I just maybe thinking they've got the reception up yeah. until that that it should have been on last. But what can you say? Yeah. Um,
0: I'm very, I'm just very so, skeptical when it comes to Undertaker. Like math, like I loved Undertaker when he was in the Ministry of Darkness, 1998 kind of time taker mm-hmm. is when he was brilliant. I think he's just nah. no. for It is, but just um, not in this capacity. He shouldn't be in the main event of Mania. He shouldn't be wrestling for a world title in
1: 2008. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed the street fight opener I Thought it was good Good way to hot the crowd up early on Money in the Bank That match was a high energy match That probably needed in there as well Then you got Batista versus Umaga Hospital it happened But it sort of cooled the crowd down a wee bit um, As well as the Kane and Chavo It was a nice wee sort of moment To say the least He's um, became flair Fantastic mm-hmm. What more can you say um, Just Unbelievably well done Refer to my earlier <laughs> comments Um <laughs> pure emotion, favourite match yeah. of the night of course, um, put, it, put it over for me big time, um, women's match was a sign of the times, um, pretty hard to watch to be honest with you, especially with all the great women's wrestling we get nowadays, um, triple threat, I thought it was an enjoyable watch, um, you know, I never got bored of watching it, I thought it was okay, meet weather a big show, very entertaining, good palate cleanser for the main event, something totally different from what was on the rest of the card, take on edge, I thought it was solid enough, um, very little to complain about, but Nothing much to shout about either. Um, I think I'm going to give a show a B plus. B plus? Um, yeah, I, th- I had that as an A minus, but I think I've, I've graded it down just slightly.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've gave it a B minus. <clears throat> um, three absolutely solid matches: uh, Money in the Bank, Flair Michaels, and Floyd Show. Three brilliant matches, and that sold many uh, on this occasion. Uh, two not bad matches. Um... The opener and the triple threat wasn't bad. It couldn't care less about the Taker Edge match uh, or the women's match. The ECW Championship match was what it was. Uh, A big monster destroying the smaller champion like that. But it kind of uh, was overshadowed by the other David vs. Goliath main event. Uh, And Batista deserves a lot better. Than the position he was in, and that's Definitely. not a that's not a dig at uh 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 Maga, he should be in a featured storyline. Yeah, he's should he a main event. He you should be in Wrestling Edge.
1: Yeah, I, I would about to say yeah. that. Yeah, he, he'd be probably better off in that place. Um, take us good for a showcase match at but Mania. he doesn't need to be the main
0: that. event because the streak the doesn't streak have to be in a title sells picture.
1: itself. Definitely, yeah. I, I you know I say that nowadays as well. You know when you see guys like you know your listeners and Gold Bears holding titles. The guys, draw themselves, man. I don't need a fucking belt, you know. Like, I, 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 that annoys me to a degree. Um, I would totally recommend watching this oh, for anybody hadn't yeah. watched it, minus the Divas match. I think I would watch everything else again. Um,
0: yeah, but
1: I, I've written this, this show's a sleeper. It, 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 it surprised mm-hmm. me a lot how mm-hmm. strong this was. Um, I don't remember it being one of those ones people talk about a lot, so I was quite it's surprised hidden, by it hidden, personally. Yeah. But
0: this, this yeah, should be, be nice. in yeah. everyone's top three wrestling lists.
1: Definitely. Uh yeah. it's up there? Top it's five, maybe. There. Top five. Yeah. I, I, I'd probably yeah, push it to five. Yeah. Um I think anything from seventeen through to twenty was fantastic. Yeah. Um So happy with that, that's ten episodes oh. down. Um Thank- First WrestleMania in the bag. <laughs> next so next time we're gonna be doing Batista's yeah, a nice career. Yeah, this yeah, is, your this is your life. <laughs>
0: Batista?
1: Yeah. I'll get my um, So that'll be a nice change. Um and then we'll be back with some more regular shit. I don't know how we're going to do our picks for the next few pay-per-views, because we might just pick them between us, because we're not really doing the yeah, pay-per-view um, yeah. for WrestleMania.
0: It's probably not worth um, doing predictions either, because WrestleMania's already taped.
1: Yeah, so I think I think we'll just um, crack on, um, and maybe just pick them between us, pick some good ones for the month of what, be April and in May. Yeah, but um, in fairness, by the time
0: this podcast comes out, WrestleMania will have been shown. No, it won't.
1: Not it one, it'll be due, it be, due on, on the weekend coming up. So enjoy WrestleMania. Yeah, enjoy WrestleMania this
0: weekend, <laughs> this weekend uh, however you may watch it, over two nights. Um enjoy the Gronk yeah. um dancing like an absolute
1: flood. Did you oh, see oh, his entry? Oh my god, oh, what embarrassment man. I, I i literally just I taped up I shared yeah, this on that. Twitter and I typed up uh, who would actually tune in to yeah. watch this cunt like it's, fuck it's off man like watching it.
0: Like you know, what I mean, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's Bellin, true, man. Do you, do you hear that pop? Or not? <laughs> He's getting the um, like penis Pop. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and it's like he straight man is fucking Mojo Raleigh. You know, what I
1: mean, like yeah. I, I mean, I mean, no. come on, man. If you're gonna, if you're gonna set up a guy to fail, yep. that's the way to do it. Like. Oh, fucking ridiculous. Um, so, I, I, I don't know if we'll be recording the Batista one after WrestleMania, more than likely. Um, so, we'll probably talk a wee bit yeah. about that episode, just a wee bit at the start. Um, but looking forward to doing that one, and uh, here's the episode 20. Cheers, <laughs> cheers. Get ready. Woo! We are door, tour, and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. Now, Buddy Landell, it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name. When last year, I spent more money on spilt liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex, wearing diamond ring, wearing kiss-stealing, of dealing limousine right jet flying, Son of a gun and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo!